by Pastor Chumdi Ohahuna. As he brings to you a message from God's word, that will build you up and make you complete in Christ Jesus our Lord. Jesus said in the book of John chapter 15 verse 8, Herein is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit, so shall you be my disciples. We pray that as you watch this teaching you will receive the empowerment to bear much fruit in Christ. Now listen. Under the mighty hands of God and what? Wisdom acts God gives. Well, follow the principles. It works. There are principles for what you follow the law. For humility, you know the task you know yourself. And that's when man does not want to come. Man does not want to come The average man does not want to The average man wants an immediate environment for you. He wants God to do everything for him. Is that also? Where does he want to be? Amen. So Jesus came to teach us what true humility means. True humility means. Amen to Jesus. Jesus came as the last Moses to correct the mistake of the first Moses. Many of us have heard of the last Adam. Is that also? That Jesus came as the last Adam to correct the mistake of the first Adam. The last thing we learned that Jesus came as the last Moses. None of us have heard that before. That's the purpose of the teachings of this kind. And that teaching last week was included. Jesus came as the last Moses, the correct mystic of the first Moses. And I also think you understand something that Jesus also came as the last Elijah. The correct mystic of the first Elijah. John the Baptist was going to be the last Elijah. But God the Baptist is not the correct mystic of the first Elijah. So Jesus came.
command the Bible said he led obedience. After all, he was God. And why was he was simple? So why does he have to let the place? Does that mean that he was disobedient to, the, to God, to the Father? No, he was disobedient to the Father. He was absolutely obedient to the Father. But for him to let, while he was in heaven, he understood obedience from deity point of view. Are you getting me? And obedience from humanity point of view was a different problem entirely. So for him to understand obedience from humanity point of view, he had to learn it from humanity point of view. To operate in humanity. Are you understanding? As deity, you are not born. As deity, you are born. But as humanity, you were born. And when I said that part of the challenge that Adam had, as humanity, you were born. He had to know what he meant to cut his first teeth. He had to know what he meant to crawl and fall, to stand and fall, to wet his diapers. He had to learn those experiences from humanity point of view. That is called what down to man's level. And that was all we need. We learn that last week. That's the one I want you to do. So today we're learning what is related to that understanding of it. And then how did Jesus perfectly demonstrate and explain humility? So now let's see what is related to use a scripture below to learn this. Philippians 2, verse 5 to 8. If you have the Bible study, you can level up and let's read it. He said, let this mind, I'm using the King James version, I'm also using the easy English translation. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Who being in the form of God, taught it not rightly to be equal with God, but made itself of good reputation, and took upon him the form of his servant, and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death. Even the death of the cross. This is King James Version. Now let's use the easy English translation. The reason why we use different translations is because the King James translation was not the as it were direct translation from Hebrew. Are you understanding? The Bible translated from Hebrew, Old Testament is Hebrew, New Testament is Greek, it was initially translated to Latin. Are you understanding? And then before we went into Old King James English. So there were some translation or what we call copying errors. Are you getting what I'm saying? Just some little copying errors even in the King James. So we use that translation so as to help us get the full context of what we are being taught. Are you getting what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So that's why we use there are some foundation we have the NESB, uh, uh, American Standard Bible, is very close to the original Hebrew and Greek. Amen. I also like using easy English too because it makes it very easy for us. Let's use easy English. It says, You should think in the same way as Christ Jesus taught. You see, this is easy. Is that also? Alright. Christ has completely the same nature as God. Completely the same nature as what? God. He was as important as God. But Christ did not demand that he should continue to be important like that. Instead, he made himself much, much less important. He took for himself a serpent's nature. He became like man. And when he was a man, he made himself even less important. Now, let's look at this verse. He says, instead, he made himself much, much less important. Then he says, he took for himself a servant's nature, he became like man. Then he says, and when he was a man, he made himself even less important. First, he made himself less important. 
by choosing to become a man. Are you understanding? Then when he now became a man, he now seated himself less. How long was that? Jesus is because the Christian faith is for us what Jesus did for us. It made our Christian life much more better and sweeter. First, saying I will be a man was the first less importance he made himself. Then when he now became a man, he said in himself, less, less. He obeyed God so completely that he died. He even died on the cross. Praise God. Now, so I can't explain this the best to you, but I trust Holy Spirit to help you. Last week, when we understood what humility was, when we understood what humility was, we, we pray and ask Holy Spirit to explain. But what we do in this ministry is that after we teach, we know that my, I, I, I do my best to explain. But then there's only the Holy Spirit that can give you understand. So I'm telling you to pray. Why? Because this kind of teaching is what we call revelation. And no mortal man can explain revelation. We can only release revelation to you and ask the Holy Spirit to help you comprehend it. Are you understanding? Because the application of revelation differs. Are you getting me? How I will apply revelation will be different from how you will apply revelation. Will be different from how you will apply revelation. Why? It's based on our relationship with God. Because I can only teach what we need to do with the Spirit And when you catch a revelation in your spirit, it works without stress. But if you are still listening to the teachings I'm teaching without catching the revelation, you say the word people, they are saying it, but I don't understand it. They are saying it, I cannot comprehend it. They are saying it is not working for me. No, the problem is not about them saying it. The problem is about the revelation being present in your spirit, man. That's why we need very and pray tongues. Amen. So what is humility? Number one, humility is the mindset and thought pattern of Jesus. Is a what? Mindset and what? Thought pattern of Jesus. Philippians 2 verse 5. King James and his English says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Let this word mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So in other words, the mind that was in Christ, let that mind be in you. And what is that mind? That mind is called divinity. So divinity is the way Jesus thinks, is his way of reasoning. Divinity is the is, 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 is the mental processing of Jesus. And when the mental processing of Jesus can be diluted into a man's mind. Is simply open. That's the key to greatness. As simple as that. Just thinking like Jesus. We have heard many things about greatness. We have heard many things, many, many, many things. And all of us have heard things about greatness. What is the simple key to greatness? Just thinking like Jesus. Who is the most popular person in the world? What is the most popular in the world? And my father, somebody told me, he said, You're very popular. I said, No, I'm very popular. He said, Who's the most popular person? Jesus is the most popular person. 
get us understand that during the time of Pentecost, the first most popular name in the world is Jesus. From then to now, the second where Pentecost was alive was Pentecost. The second most popular in the world was Pentecost. Pentecost is not so popular that people are talking about it. Amen. But Jesus died over two thousand and twenty years ago, and yet his name is still the most popular name in the world. There will be something about the way he taught that made him cut his name in the stones of time. And that is the man we are praying for. Readers of the shop says, in this English translation says, you should think in the same way as Christ Jesus taught. You should what? Think in the same way as what Christ Jesus taught. See, if Christians can actually think the way Jesus is thinking. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Did you have to think before you told me about it? Did you have to 
Jesus never saw it obey God, neither did he try to do it. Obey God was all he thought about. So it flowed through him like breathing flows through the nostrils. Please tell it flowed. Same when we don't think about breathing, we breathe because our brain has been wired to think of breathing in our subconscious mind. Jesus did not have to think about obeying God before obeying God because it is wired in the subconscious mind. None of you say, I want to think of breathing because that way. None of you do that. None of us do that. Okay, now I have to think. Okay, now breathe. Breathe out. None of you do that. None of us do that. You think of breathing before you breathe. But let me know that every every activity the body is able to obey. The mind. I believe you know that. Breathing, blood circulation, everything, walking, they are all equivalent of what? The mind, the mind activity, the brain activity. So breathing has been programmed into your mind. It is even called the subconscious mind. That even when you are not conscious of the fact that you are breathing, your mind will tell you to breathe. Are you understanding? Blood circulation has been programmed into your subconscious mind. That even when you are not thinking that your heart is pumping blood, it will be pumping blood. Same way, humility was programmed into the subconscious mind of Jesus. So even if he does not think of humility, humility flows like breathing to him. That's the mind of Christ you're talking about here. The Bible says when you have the mind of Christ, you've always put that aspect of knowledge in the past. But you know, when you understand what that mind means, oh, you pray more. For you have the mind. Like breathing. Yet, in the mind of Christ, humility is a subconscious program. Christ is not going to think of humility before he becomes humble. He just moves. Are we together? Amen. And we also see this truth in the fact that when Jesus went to the temple with his parents and they forgot him, remember they forgot him? And then Mary went because then in, 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 in the old, in, 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 in the ancient, Tradition. When they go when they, they travel or when they go to the temple, men walk together, women walk together. Are you understand what I'm saying? So now when they were going back home, Mary was working in a company of women, Joseph was working in his company of men. Joseph thought that Jesus was with Mary. And Mary thought that Jesus was with Joseph. They never knew that they forgot Jesus in the temple. And they walked home, and by the time they arrived home, Joseph asked me, where Jesus? She said, uh, where is Jesus? She asked him, where is Jesus? He said, well, I thought he was Jesus. He said, what is the problem? That means this guy is in the temple. And the, 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 after three days, that was when they came back. He tells me how far the joy was. When they came back, they saw Jesus in the world, in the doctors. And they asked him, well, we have been about you for three days. So that was, we were asking, what was he eating? What was he drinking? Was he eating his bath? Are you something? But look at what Jesus said. And he said unto them, How is it that you sought me? Where's he not that I must be about my father's business? It had, see, it had eaten up his whole system. Remember another scenario in, in, in the Samaritan when he sat at the Jacob fair and was talking to the Samaritan woman. And then the disciples came and they told him, eh, Come and eat food. And they told them, I've already eaten food. I've already had it. And they wonder who brought it for him. And he told them, don't you know that my meat is to do my father's food. So Jesus would go days without food because his mind was programmed to his purpose. 
this. Just don't worry. When situations demand, they will do it. Why? By the time your mind is created up to do that thing, you do it. Have you heard of adrenaline? Adrenaline? Okay. Let a dog push you a plastic or a rock wider. On which one you Same nature as God. It was as important as God. 
you see that? As what? As what? Now let me ask you a question. If you are Jesus, if you were to be Jesus then, then how will you carry yourself? Especially in this guy. No, how will you carry yourself? Especially in this Africa. This Africa that we don't compress people in lot. How will you carry yourself? I'm sorry if I believe that I be Jesus then, Africa would have had it. Africa would have had it. Africa, oh. But remember something here. He says it was important as God. But Christ did not demand that he should continue to be important like that. Instead, he made himself much, much less important. He took for himself his own nature. He became like man. And when he was a man, he made himself even less important. He obeyed God so completely that he died. He died on the cross. Now, if you look at the King James, he says, King James says, he did not count it to love him. Love him. But here the word love him, what we think of his thing is also. Yeah, so, when, every time I look at that word love him, I'm like, oh, it's love him, mother, it's love him, mother, it is stopping into it. And you know, for you to understand the Bible very well, you need to go to the originals, the Hebrew and the Greek. Amen. And that's by the heaven of those who do that style of God. And the word love him is from the Greek word. And the Greek word is hapagos. Hapagos. And hapagos means the act of ceasing. Amen. It means robbery also. It means a thing ceased or a thing to be ceased. Amen. It means in a thing to be ceased or born or to be held fast or retained. So there's one word that comes in here cease. Cease. Then also. Another word is what? Held fast to. Another word is what? Retain. Are we together? Amen. Now, so how did Jesus demonstrate true humility? Number one, Jesus demonstrated true humility by not demanding to be important. We live in a society where everybody demands to be important. Is that awesome? Even your children are demanding for importance. Even your children, they are demanding for importance. And we live in a society where the small and the great, you see people that they are no body, they are still demanding to be important. No money, she, she, empty, dry, but they are still demanding importance. Do you know who I am? Do you know me? I will deal with you because I tell you what's it? It's not going to be what about that. No one's in, but he's telling you to deal with you. Everybody demands importance in this time. I'm this, I'm that, I'm this, I'm that, I'm that, I'm this, I'm this, I'm that. I have this, I have that, I have this, I have that. You know what? The first thing Jesus did is that he never demanded to be important. Come on, what's wrong with that? Come on, let me talk to your elder. How many years do you used to see me up here? Respect. You are wrong. I'm telling you, you are wrong. We are still telling you to respect. We need to tell you are wrong. Everybody demanded for importance. But in case you want to demand for the most importance in life, you never did it. Can you sacrifice your demand for importance? See 
and you can see the less than who you are. That's the highest point of self-discovery. I want to tell you something. The men who are truly rich, they are very, they are very simple in the way they live their life. The rich men live very simple. You see them? All shape, all trousers there. Plus, slowly in their life. Some of them even drive a truck, truck, truck. They have a truck. They don't have a time. What's going on in their life? But they don't have anything. Oh, brother, you come and sit down. See, go and change. They run like the doctor. They call it doctor. They put the chain around their legs to show that they have a new dog. Then they have to all the things. Then if you see the court in this thing, they close the bed. That just shows you that the man has himself, he has a new self-esteem. He has a new self-esteem. I get a something. Alright. So he didn't demand to be brought up with this is the particular period of love. Number two, he demonstrated three minutes by death, making himself like a servant, and he became like a man who he was called. He made himself like a servant. He made himself like a servant. And made himself like a man. And here is something. To me, how many people want to make themselves like servants? Remember when those disciples are going to worship their feet? And people are saying, don't wash my feet. They say, I don't wash my feet. No, you are not a part of me. And people are saying, I don't okay, wash my feet. I didn't wash my head. That washing of feet, if you study it, it simply talks about humility. That's all that, that, that whole art speaks of. It speaks of humility. For thee that is above to wash the feet of feet that is below, that's humility. It is not the first half of the Person that comes under my tutelage 
we come under Jesus. So that when they look at us, they don't really differentiate. Are you getting what I'm My joy is to see that when people sit under my tutelage, in no distance time, they begin to analyze scriptures, they analyze scriptures. There's a lady in one of our churches, there's a lady who, after I prayed, I prayed for the sin, the sin God healed, and then when people are giving testimonies, she had testimonies of healing, but one testimony she had that made me excited. She said, since after the program, she discovered that when she opens the Bible, she begins to get revelation from the Bible. She begins to analyze scriptures like one of and said, thank you, Jesus. I'm a student of the world. I hear something. So people that come on down, if they are not, if they don't, but take of that place, I'm not happy. Are you getting it? So this is the place where one person wants to feel important and another one is not important. It's a place where we are meant to all make ourselves less important. And when we take this step, what happens? We will be complete. Now what does it mean to be complete? That's the whole of decision. What is complete obedience? What is complete obedience? Because See, we learned last week that Moses did not have complete obedience. And as Jesus came and had one thing of complete obedience. So what is complete obedience? Because some of us, we obey God, and we said we have obeyed him, but our obedience is not yet complete. Are you understand what I'm saying? And now there is a reward for complete obedience. There is a reward for partial obedience. In fact, there is a reward for 99.9% obedience. And there is a reward for 100% obedience. Now, how is it a wicked task, Master? I say, because you did not obey 100%, I will not reward you. No. Are you going to say? Moses wrote his name on the sands and the rocks of time. Even with the obedience he did, that was not complete. Yeah. Today, the Jews read the Torah. Are you getting what I'm saying? And the Torah is made up of the Pentateuch and some other prophets. The Pentateuch is the first line that Moses wrote. Then the second is the Lord of the Jeremy. And then they read the books of Isaiah and some other prophets. They read some of the comprised of the Torah. So without Moses' five books, you don't have the Torah. They honor Moses like no man's business. Are you getting what I'm saying? And number two, look at the global system. All our laws find their roots from Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers. One check, global, one American laws, Ghana laws, Nigeria, all the laws, all the legal system finds its roots from Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers. So, so Moses is the foundation of the legal system of the world. Are you understanding? Without Moses, there will be no law. Are you getting me? Yeah. So that's how Moses was able to be scared. That's the reward that God gave to Moses. For obeying him to 99.9%. So there's a reward. There's a reward. But the reward, but there was something short of his reward. You know what happened? God gave him the entire promise. That promise now is symbolic for Jesus. Are you getting what I'm saying? So he told us this, you don't enter into the revelation of Jesus. Just because we need to complete. We stopped we stopped that last week. So the teaching is on record, we can do it again. But now when Jesus came in, obey God completely. So now not only did Jesus enter into the promise land, Jesus is the promise land. By obeying God completely, 
Amen. The Milanesa Dictionary defines obedience as three things. Number one, having unnecessary parts, not lacking anything. Number two, not limited in any way. Number three, not requiring more work. Number four, entirely bold or completeness. So what is humility? Humility is complete obedience. What is complete obedience? Complete obedience is obedience that is not lacking anything. Number one. Obedience that is not what? Not lacking anything. Obedience that is not requiring any more work. Number three, obedience that is not limited in any way. And number four, obedience that is entirely done. To make us understand that Jesus obeyed God completely. John chapter 19, verse 10, tells us something. He says, When Jesus therefore had received the bread again, he said, It is finished. And he bowed his head and gave him praise. Now, that word, it is finished, huh? It is finished. That is a Greek term. And that term is used when a servant wants to tell his master who gave him a task that he has accomplished the task and what is left. Are you something? And as a servant, you cannot come and tell your master, I have finished when there's something still left. Are you guys? There are two things involved. Either you lose your head or you lose your job. One of the two. And Jesus is not on the cross. Jesus is not related to God. Hear me very well. Now, why he was on the earth, he related to God as a son of man. Why he hung on the cross, he related, he, he, he related to God, he related to God as sin. But when he was about ending the job, he related to God as a servant. That's why you have to read the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they explain Jesus in the different personalities. John explains him as a son of God. And I think you see one of them explains as a suffering servant. So when Jesus was on the cross, three hours of darkness, at that point, Jesus was not the Son of God. Hear something. At that point, he was not the Son of God. At that point, he was a suffering servant. And he at that point had to relate with God as what? Well, the suffering servant. And that's how he told God, it is finished. Your servant has finished his work. What is that to you? Absolutely yes. So Jesus completed the task of what redemption. Completed nothing. See, when it comes to redemption task, nothing is left. Jesus has finished. There is nothing you have. That's it. By no means shall not, by no other shall anyone be saved, except by the name of what? Jesus. You and I cannot add anything for somebody to be saved. Are you get what I'm saying? Thank you. 
We invite you to watch more Techings on Pleru by Pastor Chumdi Ohahuna. You can subscribe and watch our YouTube channel for more videos or listen via Grace Life Podcast on Anchor FM. Grace to you.